the Gritty Growing Up podcast. Because mental health conversations don't have to be uncomfortable and argumentative. Gritty Growing Up is about challenging the perceptions of childhood and recognising that whilst it isn't what it used to be, we can still make it positive. Join us as we share conversations, knowledge and strategies to help your family connect and move forward together. And welcome back to another episode of Gritty Growing Up. Now, I don't know if you're someone who sees challenges that other people are going through and find yourself getting involved in their world. Maybe you're trying to stop it. Maybe you've been through so much in your own life that when you see other people going through really difficult things, you just feel this overwhelming need to try and save them from the pain that you've had to experience. Maybe... When you see someone struggling, you just feel this overwhelming need to relieve their struggles. You don't want to see them get themselves into trouble. And maybe because of your own experiences and you've almost developed this amazing ability to have foresight to know that there are some decisions that other people will make that are going to cause them huge quantities of pain and you don't want to see them having to come back from that. So you find yourself getting involved. You find yourself stepping in, trying to save them, trying to have some level of God complex that I need to try and rescue them from this situation. And it comes from a deep-rooted need to try and protect other people, to try and prevent them from having that pain. Perhaps at the bottom of it, you are a people pleaser and you just want to make up other people's lives better because it therefore makes you feel better. But you do step into these things, you do try to help them and shortly afterwards you find yourself exhausted and maybe the other person's irritated with you. Maybe you constantly and quite frequently feel that other people just don't care enough and wouldn't do the same for you in these situations. Perhaps they get angry with you and tell you to stop taking over or maybe they even stop talking to you. Maybe you get so infuriated with them for not being grateful enough that you stop talking to them. Now, whilst there are some situations where we have to become involved, so if someone has got suicidal ideation, there's a risk to their life or a risk of harm to others, in those situations, we can't step back. We almost have a duty of care for those people to have to help them. There are a lot of situations that we find ourselves becoming involved in that don't require us. And I was teaching our level four child and adolescent mental health diploma a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about this, and I refer to it as the speeding train analogy. We can find ourselves applying the speed and train analogy to friendships, work situations, relationships. It might be with our children. It could be with someone that we just know incredibly well, that we kind of maybe have experienced the same issues ourselves and we don't want others to experience it. We've watched someone else go through it and we feel that we could save them the time, energy or the mistakes. We've found ourselves to have really high levels of empathy and we want to help others Or we sometimes actually find our own challenges too difficult to make sense of, so we distract ourselves with other things that other people are dealing with. Now, before I continue, I am going to say the speeding train analogy never comes from a bad place. Most frequently, it comes from a place of love, of care and compassion and just wanting to make other people's lives better. So how does it work? I want you to imagine that the person you see struggling is the speeding train. You can see them hurtling down the tracks at breakneck speeds and at the end of the tracks you know that there is a wall. And when they hit that wall you know that there's going to be huge consequences. So with a level of foresight that we believe the other person doesn't have, we decide that we're going to climb in front of the train. So you might find yourself 
trying to dictate to them what they need to do, trying to do things for them, trying to take over, telling them what they should or must or have to do, talking over them, making plans, bookings or appointments for them, becoming frustrated that they don't like, take the steps that you're telling them that they need to take. Maybe you're becoming angry that they're not thinking about it as much as they should or they're not thinking about you as much as you think that we should. And so we stood in front of the train with our arms outstretched, trying to prevent it from hitting the wall. However, we can find that as we stand in front of the train, using all of our strength to save the other person from this mistake, this error, the poor judgment, whatever the issue is, that we find ourselves actually running out of steam. We might find that our own self-care might drop. We might find ourselves fixating on them 24 hours a day, feeling that if we step back, that they'll crash into this metaphorical wall and there's going to be a huge mess. And so even though we're really tired, we keep holding our arms out until one of a number of things happens. They veer off in a different direction, sometimes at a similar trajectory into a new wall. Their issue resolves and they walk away, never knowing our sacrifice. We get angry and snap at them that they don't appreciate us. They become annoyed at us for interfering and cut themselves off, or we get squashed. Whether it's in relationships, friendships, work scenarios, we can find that these situations bring about exhaustion, division, misunderstanding, and in a lot of cases, bitterness. In worst case scenarios, we can find ourselves never talking to those people again. For the person who stood in front of the train, they can feel let down and unappreciated. For the person who was struggling, they can feel that they've been railroaded, pushed or coerced, and we can quickly see how an action that came from love can cause so much division. And I want you to just think for a moment, have you ever noticed that your greatest growth in life came from your greatest pain? That your biggest learning curves have often come from our greatest mistakes, failures, errors or falling backwards into a heap and navigating moving forward again. Most of our biggest lessons in life came from hitting the wall with our train. So have you ever considered that when we stand in front of the speeding train, that actually rather than helping, we might be preventing someone from gaining valuable insight and lessons to grow from. We might be preventing them from gaining wisdom, which may change the trajectory of their life for the better. We might be pushing them into a new direction without the wisdom gained to repeat the same mistake over and over again. And therefore, we're actually preventing them from gaining anything from this situation that they have experienced. Very rarely in life do we learn a lot from our success. The reason we learn so much from our failures is that actually we have to step up, review and evaluate the environment and then decide how we're going to navigate forwards differently. So what would happen if instead of charging in, standing in front of the train, we instead ask the question, am I listening or helping? offered space for that friend, family member, partner, colleague to rest and recharge with us rather than tell them what to do. Created opportunities for them to be able to breathe and talk if they need to. Stopped trying to live their life for them and instead offer signposting to organisations that should they need help they can reach it from. Offer to come to appointments with them as moral support rather than trying to do it for them. And upped our self-care so that if their train crashes we have the energy and reserves to be able to support them. What would happen if instead of standing in front of the train, we actually took a seat on the platform so we were ready to catch them when they fall, if they fall, should they fall? Our greatest lessons in life are never learned when someone does something for us. However, we do remember those who stood by our side during the greatest lessons in life. And maybe that's something to mull over. So until next time, 
stay safe, stay talking, stop standing in front of the steaming train, look at how we can support rather than do it for them so we can help everyone else learn their greatest lessons. I'll be back soon with more Gritty Growing Up. Stay safe, keep open-minded, and we'll look forward to sharing more gritty moments with you next time. If you want to up your knowledge in the meantime, head over to dandeliontraininganddevelopment.com.